0: Welcome to the War in Ukraine Update from Kyiv podcast. I'm Jessica Kinawa, a senior lecturer in international relations at Flinders University in Australia. And I'm talking today with Maxim Yali, head of a Centre for New World Order and professor of international relations at the National Aviation University in Kyiv. Thanks for talking to me today,
1: Maxim. Always welcome, Jessica. Nice to see you again.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since we checked in with each other. How is life in Kyiv these days?
1: Well, you know, that depends how to look at it. Definitely the number of attacks, air attacks increased, especially during last week, during last six days, for example, there were three of them, and just like last night again. So our air defense system. Thanks God, working pretty well, but, uh, you know, you can see rockets hitting uh, drones at night, you know, a nice view, so to say. So we got used to it, that's why I can joke about it, for example, yeah, about it already. For people who listen to us, definitely, it may sound shocking, but human being is such a Creature which gets uh, used to everything. So, but definitely, this increase uh, of attacks, not only on Kiev, but all around Ukraine, is connected with possible counteroffensive and uh, the situation on the front line. And after the season of uh, rains, I would say. So, just now at the beginning of May, we're speaking, uh, the rains are almost over. Well, On the south, there are still, but near Bakhmut, in Donetsk region, just the weather conditions, which is definitely one of the key reasons of delay of counteroffensive, have come to an end. All coming, if we talk about uh, south, uh, the weather conditions, they are still the same, so it's still raining. But definitely it's a matter of a week or two, if we look to weather forecasts. In two weeks, the ground will be uh, not so wet, will be dry and ready for counteroffensive. If we talk about weather conditions and the situation in Kiev and all around Ukraine, taken all together.
0: Mhm. And in that regard, I mean there's been a lot of anticipation about an upcoming counteroffensive from Ukraine. I know that a few months ago you predicted that this might occur in April or May, which is around the time that we're at now. So what's your thinking at the moment? Do you think that we're likely to see a counteroffensive soon from Ukraine and where might that occur?
1: Yeah, so as I uh, have already mentioned, weather conditions, which uh, do matter. I was prognosing the end of April, beginning of May, just weather conditions. I have mentioned already, yeah. Second condition, military supply of uh, promised military aid of our Western allies. Like uh, Secretary General of NATO, Mr. Stoltenberg mentioned uh, last week, 98% have been already delivered. But uh, there is another issue we should take into account uh, that uh, too much is put uh, on the stake for Ukraine, especially taking into account, uh, well, this media aspect all around the world. Everybody is talking about counteroffensive uh, since uh, The beginning of the year, right, when we talked with you uh, since January, so that time Russians started their offensive operation about Bakhmut. Well, they increased, uh, to be correct, because for nine months they already have been trying uh, to capture it. So far, haven't uh, achieved uh, this goal completely, luckily. So uh, let's uh, dwell upon some aspects. So military. The problem is that Russians have used and still have been using time, they're also preparing for our counteroffensive and we need to take into account. For example, last autumn when we had our counteroffensive operations, very successful ones in Kharkiv region, so uh, it was unexpected. uh, It played a, a very important role because Every day we occupied 25-30 kilometers a day. It was very rapid. But for half a year, they have been preparing uh, defense lines, minefields. And even those tanks we received, just also need uh, to mention, not all of them, far not all of them, especially if we talk about Leopard tanks, right? Most of those we received, 250 to be correct, yeah, most of them... These are modernized Soviet tanks from Poland, from other uh, East European uh, states. But uh, Leopards, unfortunately, we have delays. Let's put them this way. But uh, more important, tanks will not play the paramount important role. Yes, they are important, but if there are kilometers, tens of kilometers of mine fields, yeah, it's a challenge. and we need another equipment to, to get through it. Otherwise, it will be an easy target, uh, particularly for Russian aviation, which is now aiming at our air defense system. It's number one, their priority. They changed uh, their tactics and uh, now they hit not on energy sector, uh, critical infrastructure, but first of all, they're trying to target air defense systems. Unfortunately, well, they have some successes, and definitely, if uh, our air defense systems, we don't have them enough and we cannot protect our ground, yeah, our counteroffensive uh, will not be successful because for aviation, as I have mentioned, it's a very easy target. So uh, it's number one uh, why I would say it's better to wait. Because as I have mentioned, political issues and pressure, yeah, so you can read in American media all around the world, well, if we fail our counteroffensive, which is still possible, taking into account these aspects uh, I mentioned uh, that Russia is preparing, yeah, there will be difficulties to continue military supply, right? And uh, because... In many states, elections are still to come. For example, Slovakia. Very small, tiny country, even if to compare with Ukraine. But very important for logistics and uh, for repair. For example, they gave us all of their fighter jets. MiG-29, yeah, and they were the first ones. And that's another aspect, yeah. So uh, fighter jets, very important. F-16, we need both to control and to defend our uh, critical infrastructure, our space, uh, they can shut down drones and uh, also they can target uh, aviation on long range. So, uh, next expe- aspect, as I have mentioned, uh, this political pressure, yeah, and political pressure also inside Ukraine, because also. In media and population is uh, looking forward for this counteroffensive because, well, for three, four months, well, actually more than half a year since in November, Russians left Kherson. It was our last uh, success. And then there was just, well, operative pause. And we're defending. If we talk about successes, the occupation of territories last year, Ukraine had, the most important is logistics. Yeah, we destroyed logistics. Just two bridges across uh, Dnipro River, and it was enough to ruin their logistics. And they had to flee to run away from Kherson, not to have much heavier casualties. So now uh, it's not so easy to ruin it. And to do it, we need attackers, right? Long or other long-range missiles, more than 150 kilometers. So far, so far, we haven't got it. I hope that uh, all we look and read in the newspapers, watch on TV, is not completely true, yeah, or partial true, because, you know, to give all the uh, information to your enemy, well, it looks weird and not logical, so I hope we have received some surprises, let's put it in this way, and they I have some grounds, for example, in my native Marupal. Uh, last month, uh, there were explosions because it's more, than one, uh, it's more than 100 kilometers away, so chimers cannot get it so far. But some targets were reached, and uh, occupants were shocked. There were videos, like, they couldn't get what it was. So I hope it was a testing. So another aspect is political one. Very important we need to take it into account. Our counter-offensive, it should be rapid and expected very quick. But as I have mentioned, Russians, after mobilization, preparation for half a year... Now, definitely, they are prepared uh, much better than last year. They are much more troops, much more technique, tanks, vehicles, whatever. Air defense systems as well. Minefields, which I have mentioned already, yeah? So, we need to exhaust it. And uh, for that, we need shells, rockets, and we should ruin their the deposits. We should ruin logistics. Uh, but for that, as I have mentioned, we need uh, long-range missiles. We don't have it. If it starts now, in coming weeks, as everything is saying, yeah, so the chances to be successful, well, not really high. Or at least these results will be as good as expected. So as I have mentioned, political aspects, yeah, so summertime, it's a dead season in politics in the United States, right? And we should take into account public opinion polls, support of Biden, and definitely he needs successes too much is at stake also for him but this financial support uh, which was already uh, voted in december will be enough until august year so i guess this is the time limit of our counteroffensive end of results so if we look back uh, to the last year yeah, so also was the same last summer after Severodonetsk, uh, Lisychansk, Russians occupied it. There was the Operation pause. Uh, also uh, opinions, opinion polls in Europe and US showed decrease uh, in support of Ukraine. But then we had very good results. And again, it gave grounds that we still can win this war. And definitely. We need these successes. But definitely what I can say that to deoccupy all territories, including Crimea, taking into account all these aspects, well, I would say not really high. A lot of lines of defense, even in Crimea, they are preparing without attack arms or something like that. And fighter jets, F-16, it will be very difficult. And Russians are trying. They are preparing definitely their counteroffensive. They know that there will be hours here. And it's obvious to understand that they are preparing, first of all, to cope with it and then to start their counter Because they have resources, they are preparing resources, soldiers also they are, uh, keep mobilizing on contract basis, it's about like 20,000 a month. So, therefore, I will not be surprised that uh, this counteroffensive will be delayed. So, uh, I guess, if not sure, but uh, my conclusions are that this counteroffensive will be delayed. Or it will be like uh, some small operations to check up as it was done last year. In uh, First, it was in Kherson at the end of August, September, well... We didn't have some good results, Russian propaganda was oh, you see, the counteroffensive failed. And then we came on another site in Kharkiv region and occupied very quickly. And uh, so definitely it will be something new. Well, probably, and I hope, well, it will be Marupol as well. I guess quite possible direction. But still, uh, we need uh, to wait, and as I have mentioned, taking into account how much is put on stake on the results of it, we definitely, we must be sure it will be successful, and only then. So it's better to wait than, uh, you know, haste makes waste. In this case, it's like double, tripled effect uh, will have.
0: Yeah, thanks, Maxim. I appreciate your thoughtful analysis. It's great to talk to you again, and stay safe and i hope to talk to you again soon
1: you're welcome always welcome jessica
0: thanks for listening and thanks to gonk of a roll for our theme music